0: The word Arcadia is musical in and of itself, Arcadia. And the musicality of the name suggests something of the harmony of the place Arcadia, an idyllic world, a pastoral place where nature flourishes and humans balance the natural beauty there with the music they make with their singing and their flutes. Arcadia is not just idyllic. It is an ideal, a place of peace and harmony, and such an appropriate name for a musical ensemble like the Arcadia Chorale. The Arcadia Chorale will open the 2022-23 concert season with a program titled Nature Abounds, evoking the beauty of the earth, the ideal, and the reality as well, the reality of division and war and pain, suggesting perhaps that music can help bring the ideal and the real closer together. Matthew Rupcich is music director and conductor of the Arcadia Chorale, and he paid a visit to the WVIA studios to tell us about the ensemble and what's in store.
1: The Arcadia Chorale is a spectacular group of very talented and gifted singers. We come together weekly to rehearse, and we have a full concert series where we perform about I would say six to eight concerts throughout the, I'll say, academic year from September to June. Our mission is to create outstanding choral music for ourselves and for our listeners. We have an educational program where we work with our summer sing and we invite singers from the area to join us. But it's really our challenge and our goal is to have a very high standard of what we do musically. And that's what we try to transpire to our audiences. And I think another connection that it's important to note is that our singers come from all different walks of life. And whether they're in the medical field or they're an educator in the classroom or they're a professional singer or a minister, we have this range that we come together as a community, I'll even say as a family, to lift up what we do musically. And so it's a diverse group, uh, a wide age group, and uh, we're very lucky to be able to Come together to do this music. It's, it's, we're, we're very lucky.
0: And the way you put together a program, it's a creative act in and of itself, right?
1: Oh, very much so. In the summer is my time when I have music everywhere. house unfortunately for my spouse and my pets I uh, there's music everywhere but um, that's how I work and I try to I try to pick a theme that I think would be inspirational to myself I think it's very important to me and then how I could communicate that to my singers and then of course to find repertoire that supports that theme and our first concert coming up this coming weekend is focusing on nature and the theme of our concert is called nature abounds and one of the reasons that i wanted to do that we live in a beautiful part of the country we live in a beautiful part of pennsylvania northeast pennsylvania has a lot to offer and it has a lot to offer with regarding the the parks that we have and the beauty of just uh, as i said the nature around us the natural surroundings and why not be inspired and find music that could focus on those themes such as water such as land such as the sun the stars everything and so there's a wealth of repertoire out there based on those themes so to whittle it down is also a challenge and then it's it's a beautiful uh, an opportunity to bring all this kinds of different kinds of music together to present in a program and that's what we're doing this weekend
0: do you have early middle contemporary composers how did you establish the boundaries
1: that's a really interesting um question for this particular concert i just focused on the theme and i picked music that i thought that the chorale would do well and that the chorale would be able to lift up. So yeah, we, 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 do, we have some Lily Boulanger in there, but we also have some contemporary like Eric Whitaker in there. But it's mostly what I would consider art music. It's all art music and a high level with regarding poetry set to music. And so our challenge is to lift that poetry up in performance.
0: When we've talked to you in the past, it's become clear that you have a wonderful way of talking about music and that you can point us in a direction but not spoil the sense of the music. You allow us to have our own experience of the music, but you give us some guidance.
1: Sure. Um, it's interesting that you say that. Even in my program notes, I try to just give a little taste of what either the composer or the poet is trying to communicate. And I, I am not a master at poetry. Um, I don't know all the music available as, as a music historian, but in my role as the director, I try to communicate, you know, let's say a single story, a single phrase, a single notion that the poet is trying to communicate. And then, and then I let others sort of make their own judgments and have their own experience based on the piece. The bottom line is we need to sing it beautifully and we need to sing it beautifully and connected to the text. I would like to talk about our opening number. It's called The Cloud by Eric's Essenwaltz with the text by Sarah Teasdale. Sarah Teasdale from the late 19th century, early 20th century poet. The reason why I picked this piece, it is a great opener. It, it begins with the chorale singing in a unison, and then it, then it immediately opens up to eight parts. So it's very exciting to hear that. And what's nice is it's pretty much in an A-B format, so there's two sections to the piece that's repeated musically, not text-wise. And it, it's very thick, it's very broad. The bass section are singing in two parts from the depths of their range moving up, so it's really a quite striking piece. And then what's really interesting is in the middle of the piece, it becomes very soft and very quiet and very um, lyrical. The soprano sing the melody, while... While the other lower voices are singing tone clusters and they're doing tone clusters and they have to trill when they're doing the tone clusters, which is difficult because if you think about trilling, either everyone has their own perception of what a trill is. But what Essenwald is trying to communicate is that every singer needs to do the trill differently. So then it makes it even sound more like a tone cluster, which is really exciting. The text opens up with, as I said, that unison D, unison pitch. And I find it interesting on the text that begins with the word I, just myself, I, I am a cloud. So it's really wonderful that this text painting that happens immediately, that a unison pitch talking about I, so singular, just one person. And then we have a singular pitch, which I think is very intentional. Then it opens up, as I mentioned, the, the beginning of the text is I am a cloud in the heaven's height. Another thing about text painting with me is I mentioned the basses earlier, starting in a lower range, moving up, and it's on this word, Heaven's Height, which is, you know, perfect. <laughs> as in vaults, composed it. In, in this middle section, as, as I mentioned that the sopranos have the melody, the text moves to, I cast my shadow on hill and sea, but why do the pines of the mountain's crest call to me always rest? rest and there's a question mark on rest and it's very interesting how again uh, the composer said it because it is on a strong beat and then on a weak beat it's in three and you hear this rest rest while you have the tone cluster underneath and it's really uh it's it's quite stunning i mean it's just really really beautiful it's really wonderful so we open up the program with the cloud another piece that i would like to uh, highlight i mentioned eric whitaker earlier And we're doing Eric Whitaker's The Seal Lullaby. And uh, this is a beautiful piece. The text is taken from Kipling's The White Seal, which is one of the tales of The Jungle Book. And there's an interesting story that I'd like to share about how Mr. Whitaker was asked to compose this piece. So he got a call from a major film studio asking if he would be interested in writing the music for an animated feature based on Kipling's The Seal Lullaby. It's a beautiful story, it's dark, it's rich, and as uh, Whitaker describes, it's not all condescending to kids. So he wrote this beautiful piece, and then uh, unfortunately he was waiting and waiting, like us all, <laughs> from a major major motion picture studio to say, let's move forward. But unfortunately they decided not to move forward. So here now Whitaker has this piece called The Seal Lullaby, and so he was fortunate enough to get it commissioned by the town singers from Pasadena, California. And so that's how it got into publication. And this is a wonderful piece. It It's basically the ebb and flow of water, if you think of the sea, and of a mother seal rocking its pup. And it is exquisitely gorgeous um, how he sets it. There's highs and lows and it's just quite lyrical, it's acapella. The crowd does a super job on it, and it's just really, it's sort of this haunting melody. And at the end, it just ends on, ooh, as if they just, you know, sail away if you want, or float away if you want. Um, but it's really, it's a gorgeous piece. So that's the Seal Lullaby. I think it might be wise to talk about uh, hymn au Soleil. We close the first half of the program. This is by Lily Boulanger and the text by De La Vigne Jean-François. And uh, this is a, a beautiful piece, it calls For Piano. We are very fortunate to have our outstanding accompanist, Tsukasa Waltich, really happy that she's with us. And there is also an opportunity for a solo in here. But this this piece, the Hymne au Soleil, is the hymn for the sun. And let us bless the power of the reborn sun, that the sun comes up every day comes up to the universe, let it celebrate its return. So it's a celebratory piece. We're singing in the original language. We're singing it in French. Very powerful, very strong, uh, very lyrical. Our our soloist is a new member of the chorale, Madison Zahorski. She is a Westminster choir grad. She's from this area. Originally, she decided to come back. And so we're really lucky to welcome her to the ensemble. So that's the end of the first half. As we Move into the second half, we have repertoire that focuses on the stars, if you would. And I'll, I'll talk about the piece by Bob Chilcott titled The Same Sunshine. This is a really interesting piece. It doesn't look very difficult, but then when you start digging into it, it's actually more difficult. Um, so it was rather a little surprising for us, I think. Because at times, it, it jumps to a double choir. And it only happens on the refrain of when we're singing the namesake of the piece, The Same Sunshine. And it's really lovely. It, it then goes into four-part, or might then all of a sudden the women are in, are in three, or they might be in four-part themselves. So it's deceptively kind of difficult. This particular piece, text-wise, the title of the poem comes from a different namesake. The title of the poem is called Swallows Travel To and Fro." written by Robert Louis Stevenson. And this is really fun. There's lots of movement in this. You think of birds, you know, so they're flying everywhere. And the, the piano accompaniment is quite exciting. It's it's mostly 16th notes throughout. So Tsukasa has her job cut out for herself. And it's a really wonderful piece. It, it's lyrical. It's fun. It's moving. It's bright. It's joyful. And um, it just, it's, it's, it's a wonderful piece. Text from that calls, Swallows, travel to and fro and the great winds come and go and the steady breezes blow bearing perfume bearing love is that first verse so really really wonderful and then i'll talk a little bit about our our last two pieces one of the things as we celebrate the natural beauty and world around us we could highlight the earth we could highlight the water we could highlight the stars we could the sun we could do all of that But I think there is a level that I wanted to bring to this program, if I don't mention it specifically to the audience, which I may do now since I'm mentioning it to you, my friend. But I feel that since we live in this area and it is beautiful, especially now with the change of leaves and stuff is quite stunning actually driving here. I think by doing these pieces, we have to take time to understand we also have to be good stewards. We have to be good stewards of our land around us. So I, I picked two pieces at the end that focus on that stewardship, if you would. The first piece is called Earth Song by Frank Kelly. We are a fan, um, the Arcadia Corral of Frank Kelly's music. He is a professor in California, you know, still around, still writing, still writing beautiful work. And this piece actually is a piece that he wrote for himself. He's the poet as well as the composer for this work, so I think that's important to highlight as well. And he talks about why he wrote this. So it was written in 2006, so it it was a time for him that he was experiencing his terms like hatred and divisiveness and how can we come together and specifically come together as, as people, but come together in song. And so with this particular piece, he, he considers it a prayer. And a prayer of us coming together, even during these dark times, that we can still come together and heal and, and be able to take care of each other. For instance, the first text begins, sing, be, live, see and then it goes on to talk about this dark stormy hour the wind it stirs the scorched earth cries out in vain so that he's describing the pain of the earth if you would there's war there's power we're blind to it he goes on and the the torn heart cries out in pain is a lyric but then he says but music but music and singing have been his refuge has been his refuge and music and singing shall always be his light and can we then Through the darkness and the pain and the strife, sing, be, live, and see. And it ends in peace. A simple, simple, beautiful sixth chord, I believe, on the word peace. Really, really stunning. So the last piece is a big piece that we're doing uh, to close the program. It's of Aaron Copeland called The Promise of Living. This is from his opera, The Tenderland. And... This is this is a piece about being very good stewards and taking care of the land that you uh, need in order to survive. And it calls for two pianists. So I have one of my singers who's a wonderful pianist, Kathy Brink, who's from Milford, who sings with us. She's also a quite talented pianist. She's going to be joining Tsukasa to, to have piano hands. And we then sing this piece talking about the promise of living with hope and thanksgiving that we... We plant each row of seeds of grain. We, we lend helping hands. We, uh, we uh, also give thanks for the sunshine. We give thanks for the rain. We give thanks for the hands that, that cultivate this land. And so we, we close our program with this piece. As I said, it's a big piece. It's hymn-like. The men are in three parts. The women, I believe, are in two parts at times. And then we, we close the program with, with this robust and full and rich uh, sound that Copeland gives us to remind us to be good stewards of the land around us.
0: Where will you be and how can we find you?
1: Yes, our performances are this weekend on Saturday, October 15th at 7.30. We're at St. Stephen's, the beautiful cathedral in Wilkes-Barre. And then also we are on Sunday, we are actually at First Presbyterian Church in Clark Summit. That performance is at 4 p.m. and we're part of their concert series there. And which is great, I should mention that that concert is free. So um, all are welcome. I should also say that students are free if they choose to come on the Saturday concert. So how do you find us? You could find us on our website, which we are always updating, so it's very current. Of course, on Facebook and also on other social media platforms that we keep going.
0: Matthew Rupsich, music director and conductor of the Arcadia Chorale speaking with us about the concert program titled Nature Abounds to be presented this weekend, Saturday, October 15th at 7.30 p.m. at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church, South Franklin Street in Wilkes-Barre, and again Sunday, October 16th at 4 at the First Presbyterian Church of Clark Summit. The 7.30 performance at St. Stephen's on Saturday. There will be tickets required, but as we heard, children are admitted for free. And the First Presbyterian Church performance on Sunday at four is part of the Arts at First Presbyterian Concert Series, and the performance is free, though so a free will offering will be taken. For more information on the web, arcadiacorral.org, A-R-C-A-D-I-A, arcadiacorral.org. Nature Abounds this Saturday, October 15th at 7.30 p.m. at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in Wilkes-Barre on South Franklin Street, and again Sunday, October 16th at 4 in the afternoon at the First Presbyterian Church Clark Summit. For more information on the web, arcadiacorral.org.